Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, inspiring humanity through transformational learning in the classroom and community. Initiatives like Pathways to Bright Futures allow students to graduate high school with an associate degree or an industry-based credential, along with their high school diploma. More information at ebrschools.org. From Mansur's on the Boulevard, we're out to lunch with Stephanie Regal. It's business Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. As consumers, we all like to splurge from time to time. Even if we're pinching pennies, there's always something special we'll make an exception for because it makes us feel good mentally or physically or emotionally. If you're the entrepreneur who can intuit what customers need, you might just have hit on the secret to success. Joining me today to discuss this is Liz Anderson, owner of Honey Hive Treats, a locally owned sweets boutique in Baton Rouge that specializes in homemade pastries and desserts, including cakes and wedding cakes, cookies, pies, and brownies. Liz founded the company in 2021 after spending the first several years of her career in education. She is a native of New Orleans who moved to Baton Rouge as a teenager after Hurricane Katrina and worked in the school setting until she decided to turn her hobby, baking, into a career. She self-taught, learned from her grandmother, and dare we say it, YouTube and TikTok videos. And today, Honey Hive Treats has come farther than she would have ever thought possible. So, Liz, it's a great story, and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy baking schedule to join us today on Out to Lunch. Well, thank you for having me. With me and Liz at the table is Condoleezza Simeon, founder of Beluga Bliss, a company that sells handcrafted blends of aromatherapy oils and products suffused with aromatherapy oils. The blends are all natural and are designed to help with insomnia, sinus issues, and pain caused by a variety of conditions like arthritis or autoimmune diseases. Beluga Bliss is getting a lot of publicity for a small Baton Rouge startup, not in the least because Condoleezza was just 13 when she founded the company. She is all of 17 now and is a senior at University View Academy, an online charter school where she is also two years into a college degree. So Condoleezza, very impressive. Thank you so much. Put us all to shame today a little bit. So thanks so much for being with me today on Out to Lunch. And Liz, let me start with you. I mean, I love the story, like love people who turn their passions and their hobbies into an actual business. Yes. And is that, that's really your story. That's really my story. So in 2017, actually a year after I got married, um, I, I always bake for the holidays for family and um, at work. I, you know, shared my baked goods with my friends, and uh, one, of the, one of my friends was like, wow, my husband would love this carrot cake. Can I buy one from you? Um, and that was really my first introduction to, to you know, baking uh-huh. for money, you know. So, right. um, so it was really exciting, and I did that, and more people kind of heard word of mouth, and then it really became a business. So it was really exciting. Awesome. And so you grew it out from there mm-hmm. using what, word of mouth, Word of mouth, um, Instagram, Facebook page. Um, I started and designed my own website just to kind of get more traffic. Um, and so just making friends and sharing anywhere I can, bringing treats with me, you know, things like that. Uh, Word of mouth was a huge thing, though. People just sharing. They baked, you know, they got a cake, and they were just like, oh, my gosh, honey, I have treats, you know. Um, Social media is really, it's it's a free powerhouse. 
to, to really Excellent. get here. And so then in 2021, you decided to go a full-on professional yes. with it. Yes, yes. So, um, so I uh, worked in the school system for a while, um, and I just realized that I needed to take the leap of faith. You know, uh, Honey Hive Treats was really my my go-to, my passion. I was really enjoying it, and I said, "Why, why not? Let's do right. it. You know, let's get into it." So awesome. Well, Condoleezza, I love the story a little bit that I read that I think you shared with us about how your company was founded. It was really born out of frustration frustration, excuse me, with the lack of treatment options that your mom was getting for uh, a lupus diagnosis, right? And there was just nothing to relieve her pain? Yes, ma'am. One of the biggest moments during that time period was when my mother was diagnosed to start taking or prescribed to start taking fentanyl in heavy doses. Okay, so say that again. Prescribed to start taking fentanyl. Prescribed to start taking fentanyl in very high doses to the point where we couldn't even hug her because they thought we were going to get sick Mm. so middle school me was very frustrated because there's nothing like your mother's hug so i started thinking of healthy alternatives in order to give her some relief but there wouldn't be a risk of her dying because right when she got that prescription the news came on and Prince had just died from overdosing from that same medicine Mm -hmm. so that's a terrifying thing to think of at 12, 11 years old. So I started thinking of alternatives and here we are today. So how as a, as a, as a 12 or 13 year old did you actually like even know about all natural alternatives? I mean was holistic products and healing part of your part of your family you know practices or were you googling around on? A bit of both. Mm-hmm. Now I would say it's a part of my immediate family, really within my mother. But the rest of my family is kind of like, you know, that's cool, that's cute, but let's let's start taking medicine. But my mother always talked about how she just wanted to be healed. So she started trying to find alternatives. And from her curiosity, it piqued my curiosity to start looking around, attending essential oil webinars, finding out the chemical construct of essential oils in order to blend products. So let's back up. What is an essential oil? Essential oils are oils derived from various plants or herbs, such as lavender, eucalyptus, or oregano. They're concentrated oils and not just the herbs themselves. Okay. And, and who, like, essential is, is just the general term for those types of oils. Yes, ma'am. There's different types of essential oils within each herb. Like, there's spike lavender and 4042 lavender which are two different essential oils with two different chemical constructs, but from the same plant. Well, and I love the way these, these are like ancient sort of healing, right? I mean, this goes back to the beginning of, of, you know, societies and people looking for natural remedies for things. Right, exactly. And these types of essential oils have always proven effective? Yes, ma'am. In certain practices they have, of course, not in Western practices. We don't see a lot of essential oils being proven for medicinal uses. It's more so, oh, relaxation or for spas, Mm -hmm. but for their medicinal properties, we don't see that a lot in Western countries. So you really have have learned a lot about this, and I assume it's mostly self-taught? Yes, ma'am. I went to webinars, but of course, there's nowhere in Louisiana where you can really learn about essential oils. So most of it is from webinars and reading, just trying to find as much information as possible. 
Okay. Well, lots more questions for you, but let's let's come back to your story um, because you said you are self-taught and learned a lot of your baking techniques, not only from family, but also from the internet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, everyone watches, you know, the, the TikTok, Facebook, Facebook videos, things like that. But I really got into watching the techniques like on YouTube. And um, if there is like a fault line cake, like just learning step by step how to create it seamlessly, because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. So for me, you know, I want to make sure that every line is straight, everything, you know, is placed exactly where it's supposed to be placed, you know. So um, I did a lot of, of watching and trying and failing, you know, to make it perfect. And, and now that you are what is your specialty so my specialty um is decorated cakes okay um my cookies have actually gotten more popular since i've been doing the market circuit um so i've been working a lot of markets with local pop-up and um the cookies have really taken off because you don't you know it's hard to sell a whole cake at a market exactly um so you know uh, most people i have a lot of loyal customers who order for birthdays weddings anniversaries things like that um but the cookies and then like cake jars have become really popular and the cakes are so beautiful i was looking at them on the internet it looks like so much fun if you could actually do it which obviously you can yes yes it's It's like a a work of art it's a lot of fun and it is the way that i express myself that's that's my you know my passion to just get all the frustration from the day and just like let's decorate this dog cake you know let's <laughs> decorate the LSU Tigers cake like you know different things do like you that. work out of a commercial kitchen if you're selling so commercially I, do you right have to- so I work um, out of my kitchen and so I um, have an, a separate space that I do all of my commercial baking in and so that's when I get ready for like my big markets and things like that that's where I do my baking. so you had to get that like certified mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. very good Condoleezza, so you are a, a 13-year-old, 12 or 13-year-old, you're, you're researching this, you've hit upon this idea. How did you come up with this formulary for these three different products and, and get people or companies to start making it for you? Or did you mix it up yourself at home in your bathroom? I mix all of my products by myself. No kidding. I'm the only one who knows the formula. Even my mom doesn't know, but she does know if it smells good or not. So... A lot of it came from trial and error. I was actually part of the Young Entrepreneurs Academy here in Baton Rouge, which Wonderful. fortunately enough, they helped me through a lot of the business aspects, but nobody could really help me with the formula. I had to come up with that on my own, as well as the pillow designs, which is one of our most selling products. So tell us, uh, well, before you tell us about the pillow, because I want to hear about that, but Basically, you you would buy like uh, I don't know in wholesale quantities or, or big groups of these oils, and then you would experiment with mixing them up to come up with a formula that that worked. When just starting out, I would actually buy smaller quantities because we're trying out different types of essential oils, different types of a certain plant. So I might have two types of oregano, and I can say, hey, this one doesn't work, but this one works. But if I bought everything in wholesale starting out, I'd have a surplus of oils that I'm not going to need. So when I just started out, I just used small quantities and didn't build up. And then you blend them together, like different ones, maybe this that lavender with that lavender or something like that? Yes, ma'am. I blended all of them up in different quantities, so it's not equal parts, say, lavender and peppermint. It's not 50-50. It might be more 75-25 or 80%, 20% lavender and peppermint instead of trying to blend them all at an equal amount. Interesting. And then who was the guinea pig that you tested them on to see if they work, say, 
to cure insomnia or pain or whatever? I would actually <laughs> use my mom because I made these products for her. So if these products helped my mom, it could help other people who have lupus. So I tested my products with my mom. Then we got a solid blend. I brought it to the Louisiana Lupus Foundation where they told me which ones they liked the most. Interesting. So they tested it on their patients. Yes, ma'am. They All the people in the support group. Very cool. So Liz, um, I love the name Honey Hive, but it makes me think, okay, is, are these honey products? So or I do, is there honey in the product? Yes. So there are certain products that are made with just honey as a sweetener. Um, I make a um, gluten-free oatmeal cream pie, and that's made with just honey sweetener. Um, and then there are others that, like sugar cookies, that require the sugar co you know, content to uh, create the texture. But I still put a little honey in it. Just, you know, we'll, we'll reduce the sugar a little and add a little honey to finish it out. Do you think honey is better to bake with or yes. healthier to bake with? I think it or? is a little healthier. It's, it's less sweet. You know, sometimes okay. when you taste baked goods, you get a very aggressive, just one-note sweet flavor. I mean, I think honey helps to play up the other ingredients to give you a more well-rounded flavor. Mm -hmm. Now, tell me how you all, because um, you they're very different stories, but I see some similarities here. Like, what about financing for these ventures, mm -hmm. bank loans, being young women? Was it difficult to get somebody to help you grow your business, or, or are you not even at that stage yet? Condoleezza? For my business, I with the Young Entrepreneurs Academy, I got a seed funding of $2,500, mm -hmm. which really we would pay for something and the organization would reimburse us, which helped a lot because from that seed funding, I got enough product to where I can start making it in bulk. And once I shipped it out to customers, it could go back into the business and replenish the business. But I haven't gotten any loans to help my business or any grants to help my business. It's just any money I make, it just comes right back into the business. Okay, so it's pretty much, you haven't had to scale up very much yet, I guess. Yes, ma'am. I guess that will be the best way I could put it. <laughs> and are you to that stage yet, Liz? I'm not at that stage yet. I do know once I get to that point, I'll have to start hiring employees and things like that. That's when the volume will really start getting beyond just me. Um, so right now we are just, we're our own cash flow. So, you know, as I, you know, order supplies and things like that, it's really off of uh, the money that I've already made at markets and things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You said that you were in education mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. You worked in a school setting. Yes. Are you still doing that or you're now full time? So I uh, just recently started working in um, e-com retail um, okay. because I have one little boy and I just found out I'm pregnant with another. So, you know, congratulations. Kids, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, children are expensive. Um, right. So I just, you know, I want to make sure that I don't create honey hive treats as like a you know we have to make the money because we need our kids to to go to daycare that kind of thing we want to make sure that um that this is still fun for me it's still a passion and then because that kind of sucks the joy out of it and then people can tell through your product mm -hmm. um so i am uh working you know just a nine to five that i do really enjoy but i still bake at night and on the weekends and that kind of thing wow that's maybe when the second child comes yeah. along, yes. things are going to have to change. Oh, yes. Oh, it'll all be for the better, but. Yes. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Liz Anderson of Honey Hive Treats and Condoleezza Simeon of Beluga Bliss. Okay, Condoleezza, tell me about the pillow because I think this is a very intriguing product and concept, and it uses your oils inside a little pillow. 
Yes, ma'am. So my original Beluga Bliss pillows are travel size. They're 13 by 13 pillows. I created them this size because when my mother was in the hospital, she would always ask for smaller pillows. So I created them in a way to where they have an invisible zipper that exposes the stuffing, and they come with two refills for you to put the oil inside of the pillow so you have your own aromatherapy pillows to take with you. Whether you're in a hospital or whether you're flying, no matter where you are, you have your aromatherapy pillow on you. That is so nice. And so, like, in what sort of form do you put the oil in a pillow? So, like, is it in the little bottle or do you drop it into some sort of, show me what it, let's see what it looks like. The way that you use it is you would unzip your pillow and you would fluff out the stuffing. Mm -hmm. Then you would grab your refill. um, Of the oil. Refill of the oil. And then you would open it and pour it inside of your pillow. So you actually pour oil on the stuffing. Pour oil on the stuffing, zip back the pillow, and then fluff it around. You can use however much oil you want. The less it, the less oil you put in, the less strong it's going to be. The more oil, the stronger it will be. And it doesn't leak through the, the fabric and get on your clothes or your furniture? Nope. It does not leak on the fabric at all. Wow. And so did you come up with the design for that, or did you, like, I mean, is it did you just buy sort of components off the web and put it together? Or? Every single thing I make. I've been sewing the pillows more wow. recently because at one point we had to get it sewed because we were putting it in stores. But I've been sewing it more recently just so for time's sake. But, you know, we did it ourselves so it can be refillable and you can use it for longer. Fantastic. And and the the patients and the customers who have tried it, say it really helps them sleep better yes ma'am we have so many testimonials from people with an array of issues whether they have chronic illnesses or not our main people have chronic our main customers have chronic illnesses but those who don't they love to use it on their kids it knocks children straight out (laughs) (laughs) children with allergies sinus issues migraines it helps with everyone really what's in the deep sleep is it mostly lavender or eucalyptus or both deep sleep has three blends i don't usually disclose the formula but it is a lavender based blend okay very nice good to know liz um how are you going about marketing and and promoting your product is it all internet based yes so it's all internet based um i have a website i do um Facebook and Instagram, and then I actually just recently partnered with WRKF um, through Timmy Calais, um, and so I do a lot of baked goods just for different events that they may have, and um, local pop-up has been a great component with just doing their markets every month um, or every other month and kind of just getting into those big, like, white light night um, Mm -hmm. and those Christmas markets and things like that. Those are a huge deal with just kind of getting that brand recognition and, and getting people in with these products. Nice. And what about you, Condoleezza? Are you also online? I am. I utilize Instagram the most. I'm just starting to figure out TikTok, which is kind of laughable because I'm 17. (laughs) I should know how to do this. (laughs) (laughs) But I utilize Instagram. We have an e-blast list on my site where we send out promotional ideas or sales for my business. But I have to side with her for the pop-up shops. Pop-up shops really get your name out Mm-hmm. And there are more and more of those around. It yes, seems. yes, there are a lot of uh, companies doing the pop-up shops and the mini markets and things like that. It's it's really growing here in Baton Rouge. 
What about the competition? I mean, I remember, and I used to be a regular at the farmer's market mm-hmm. here, and, and there would always be several vendors yes. with baked goods. Yes. And you'd want to be able to help them all. Right. But, you know, I don't know. How hard is it to get into these spaces yes. and, and to beat out, you know, the other nice lady that's making good cookies? Right. I mean, it is very competitive, um, but... I've, I've learned now that um, having a treat for everyone, which is kind of my motto, um, is a big deal. So, you know, I do offer items that are good for gluten-free people, um, items that are good for people who are vegan. I have cousins who are vegan, so I make a lot of vegan and gluten-free items just for those people who, who still want something sweet. I mean, just because you have restrictions doesn't mean you don't deserve a treat. So um, just offering those items uh, at a market makes a huge difference and it's a draw and also I've learned the sense of smell is very important you know I'll burn a candle that has a cookie smell and then people are like oh my gosh what is that no kidding buy a cookie you know (laughs) (laughs) you might be cheating a little bit I don't know you know (laughs) Condoleezza what about um what about you um, emphasis on the sense of smell (laughs) I am an aromatherapy company people will People are more likely to buy essential oils when they know how they smell. So I can do my best in explaining how it smells. But once people smell it, they're like, oh, that's good. So that's one of the main things that I do. Also, testimonials are really good for my business because it's like, hey, if it helped this person, it can help you as well. So I would Mm -hmm. say that's the biggest thing. Or there are a lot of competitors in your space selling essential oils my business is so unique so there's there's people who sell aromatherapy pillows but their pillows aren't refillable there's people who sell essential oils but they're not the blends I have specific blends for my business I also have roller bottles that have specific blends so it's it's very specific for my business there's other aromatherapy businesses but they just in the most respectful way possible they're just (laughs) not me (laughs) that is so well said that's lovely. Do you have um, a patent or have you applied or even thought about pursuing some sort of trademark protection for your unique blends? So my name is trademarked, but I cannot figure out how to patent a formula. So if anybody knows how to do that, that would be very beneficial, but I don't have any way to patent that. Interesting. Okay. And I know with, with baked goods, Liz, it's hard, right? It is food very is hard. Food and yes. recipes of And recipes can be very similar, you know, from person to person. But for my business name and logo, I have uh, trademarked that. So, you know, Honey Hive Treats is just me. (laughs) (laughs) So with with baking, it's so scientific and precise. It's not like just making a good pot of gumbo. That's right. And so have you read up a lot about it? I mean, you mentioned the gluten-free thing. Yes. That takes research. No one trial and error substitute Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. it has definitely been a trial and error I do a lot of uh, trial recipes you know so I'll try there are so many different gluten-free blends of flour on on just the shelves Mm -hmm. at every grocery store I mean and there are different flour blends that don't create the same texture where you bake a cookie and it goes flat and it runs everywhere Um, there are ones where you know it's gritty it's not good so you know you really have to play with the measurements and just in doing this for so long I kind of I can see it when it's a batter and say that's not it you know let's throw that out let's try again Um, so just the years of trial and error have helped tremendously in figuring it out so I mean y'all are like we've said both very young do you see yourself doing this for the long term and Condoleezza I have to ask you especially first because 
So uh, as at a 17, senior, right? <laughs> as a senior in high school, right? I have multiple ways where my life can go right now, but I know for sure this is something that I've worked too hard on for to just stop. Like I've been doing this for four years. I stopped going to a public high school because of this. So I'm, I don't plan on stopping anytime soon, especially with all the people I've been helping. Yeah. And, and what about you? This is definitely something that I want to create into something much larger. Um, a huge inspiration to me is the business Elsie's Plate and Pie. Um, that is like the ultimate goal for Honey Hive Treats is to have a cakery, you know, a place that has small plates and good food, but ultimately it's the desserts that talk to the customers. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, once my kids get a little bit older, I would love to dive into this full time and, and, and really go the restaurant route. Lots of different lots of different directions that it yes. could take you certainly absolutely but the plan is not to scale up huge right now and not become right a full now. service right right brick now, and mortar right bakery or anything. no definitely i don't think brick and mortar is really in the cards for me just because there are a lot of bakeries that are having a hard time staying afloat um you know when you when you make so much product and you have it available what do you do with that product that waste i don't want to create that kind of environment you know i'd love to have something where um, it's baked to order kind of restaurant. Everything is fresh. So, and Condoleezza, is there an exit strategy? I mean, are you looking to sell to a big, uh, big buyer who wants to <laughs> turn this into a huge company? My dad told me that I should think about it, but I don't plan on it. Um, I like you know giving my products to stores i'm actually going to be putting my product in crazy plant bay in new orleans i like that i wouldn't want a larger company to take my business from me or to like sell my business so that's not a plan for me <laughs> and where are you going to college in the fall i'm thinking about going to clark atlanta or howard university but i have my options open right now well i hope you can continue to do Beluga Bliss from, from wherever you land. Condoleezza Simeon and Liz Anderson, it's so inspiring to see such bright, motivated young women following their dreams and passions and bringing such intentionally crafted and created products to our market. Thank y'all both so much for your hard work and for taking time to share your stories today on Out to Lunch. This was so fun, thank you. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Liz Anderson of Honey Hive Treats and Condoleezza Simeon of Beluga Bliss. We had to edit this show to fit into the time slot here on WRKF. You can hear our unedited version and learn more about Honey Hive and Beluga Bliss by going to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on our website, it's batonrouge.la. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Out to Lunch Baton Rouge social media. Photos are taken by Eric Otts. You can find more of Eric's photos on Instagram at, at Acro, that's A-C-R-E-A-U-X. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Today's show was engineered by J.T. O'Neill. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti, and our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you around the table at Mansour's again next week for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansour's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily, 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. 
Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, inspiring humanity through transformational learning in the classroom and community. Initiatives like Pathways to Bright Futures allow students to graduate high school with an associate degree or an industry-based credential along with their high school diploma. More information at ebrschools.org. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at mitchellforeman.com. If you'd like to be part of Out to Lunch, there's one sponsor slot open for 2023. To learn how your business or organization can become an Out to Lunch program partner, email info at inobroadcasting.com.